Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am excited for this week's episode. I'm excited that you are with me on today as we continue our journey into transforming the way that we think, the way that we talk, and the way that we show up. I hope that you have your favorite journal, something to write with, your favorite pen, that you will be able to take notes um, on today's episode um, as we um, talk about being yourself. So I think this is important because we live in a society in a day and time where we see so many uh, perceptions or representations of of the people that we probably desire to be. Um, It's not the real image. It's not the true, real, authentic, genuine person. There's an image that is um, thrusted upon us. Um, When we watch quote unquote reality TV, uh, when we look at social media and how and what people post, the version of their life that they would like for us to think that they're living or maybe that they aspire to live. Uh, But it is not, in fact, their reality. And it's definitely not our reality because if we're really honest, some people we can't even relate to. We may aspire to be that, but it may not really truly be who they are. It may not truly be the life that they live, but because they desire the popularity and the attention, this is what they put forth. Um, And it can be very damaging and very harmful, especially when we think about our younger people, our teenagers um, and and younger uh, that look at the celebrities, the quote unquote influencers, what are they influencing us to be? Who are they influencing us to represent? And we have to be very careful in answering those questions and be very mindful to ask those questions. Make those questions appropriate according to um, the the people that we talk to. If we're talking to our children. Uh, depending on how young they are, how old they are, their level of maturity, what they can and cannot handle, what they understand, what they don't understand. We need to challenge and ask those questions. Um, Where are they getting this perception? Is it based on something they've observed that they know for a fact? Is it what they heard? Is it based on somebody else's idea um, that causes them to follow and pay attention to those things? And so We never really know who the true, genuine, authentic person is. Um, And that can be very harmful and dangerous. And so I want to talk about this today because we, we tend to stray away from really doing the work to find that out. We really stray away from digging deep, dealing with past hurts, past issues. Um, we, we really stray away from looking at how 
other people have impacted and influenced us to maybe not be our true, genuine, authentic self. And so we don't even know who that is. I can say for myself, honestly, for the longest time, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I thought or how I felt about things. It was always based on somebody else's opinion. I let their opinion become my fact and my truth. I just agreed because I felt as if the person was right. They knew what they were talking about. I never bothered to do my own research and have my own opinions. And because of who I was and who I was married to, there was a certain image, so I thought or so I felt. I didn't have an identity. Identity is a huge, huge part of this. Knowing who you are, um, what you stand for, what you believe, what you think, what's your opinion. Your identity has a lot to do with being yourself. If you don't know who you are, then are you really being yourself? That's a question that we need to ask ourselves. Um, And so we have to really stop and think about that first, our own identity. I know I didn't have one. And I've heard women say, women that I have talked to or coached, um, they didn't know who they were because they were Bobby's mom or Susie's mom. They were um, Jack's husband, I mean, Jack's wife. You know, their, their husband or their children was their identity. That's who and what they were associated to. And so when the children grow up and it's you and your husband, you now don't know who you are because everything that, that, that you so closely connected and attached yourself to is now gone. You don't have your own identity. And I realized once my first marriage ended, I had to make sure that when I got married again, entered into another relationship that I always had my identity. I was never going to give that up. I don't think that as women, we realize that we, we tend to lose ourselves in the marriage, in the relationship. We tend to lose ourselves because We believe in the two becoming one, but that does not mean that we lose our identity. That does not mean that we lose um, the things that we believe in, our likes, the things we used to do. We don't lose any of that. We seem to give it up though, and we seem to give it up easily and readily. And that is very much a shame. So I want to talk about this today and talk about how we get to this point. I know we've touched on a couple of things already, but I want to continue into talking about how do we get to this place that we are not ourselves and we're not walking in in authenticity. And one of the things, of course, and I know that we've probably talked about it before, is we weren't taught um, how to be genuine and and authentic and walk in that truth. We weren't taught that. We see 
our our mother being very polite and very nice and they're probably not people that she cares about she's doing it for the sake of her husband's career or she's doing it for the sake of her career or she's doing it for the sake of the marriage to give this good image that everything is happy and wonderful and we're you know successful and the marriage is great and our kids are great and that's the image that we give when really behind the scenes the truth of the matter is behind closed doors it's all hell has broken loose there's chaos and confusion spouses are not getting along children are are not um in good relationship with their parents and so we're taught how to lie basically we're taught how to deceive and say what we should say to not have people be in our business but the fact of the matter is is that on the inside we're crying and dying for help Um, and so we don't know what that is Um, and it's if it's never demonstrated then we can't replicate that we can't Uh, We don't have anything to ascribe to or aspire to. Um, And so if we're not taught how to be ourselves, if we're not taught to be genuine and authentic in our relationships, then all we know is, is how to be fake. And if we're not careful, it can turn into arrogance or being rude. Um, aggressive even we disassociate ourselves with anything that is even remotely close to being genuine authentic because then that means that people will see the real us and we're not always ready and willing to expose that or show that um we're never taught to show up as ourselves because we like again I said we don't have that identity we don't know who we are so we don't know what it is to show up as ourselves um we know how to turn it on in front of certain people at certain times and then there are different versions of ourselves we have to think about that there's the version that we show at work there's the version of the person that we show at church There's the version of the person that we show at um, other functions or being a part of other organizations or certain friend circles. And so we don't know how to really be ourselves. We are who we need to be to get what we need to get. And so people that we may not really care for, we suck up to or, or we agree with things that we don't really fundamentally foundationally don't agree with um we'll do anything to hide our flaws and our imperfections that's when the the representative shows up we have to talk ourselves into being this version of ourselves in this particular circle in this particular um atmosphere we we don't want to say no we don't want to be um, disappointing to anybody or anything because it could cause them to feel differently about us and then maybe they don't want to be our friend anymore maybe they don't want to surround themselves um, with with me anymore maybe they won't ask me to go to dinner with them or be a part of you know their little friend circle or organization so if I show up as Uh, arrogant or snotty or you know I talk about people just to keep myself 
in the the cool kids club as I like to call it you know if I stray away from that then I run the risk of not having them be my friends or to really get what I want and so part of your identity is to check your motives in those things what's your real intention or purpose behind doing certain things um the last thing that I thought about when it comes to how do we get to this place, we don't know who we are to begin with. We don't know what we believe, what we think, how we feel, because for the most part, if you, we've been told. Especially if we grow up um, in organized religion, in certain denominations, You're just told this is the way that it is. There's no explanation. If you do this, this is the consequence. That's it. We're not taught about grace. We're we're taught to um, not talk about what goes on at home. What goes on at home stays at home. You don't talk about it in public. You don't expose it. You don't even look like there's something wrong. You keep a smile on your face. You grin and bear it. You tell people that you're doing well, even though you're dying on the inside. How poisonous, how dangerous, how sad, how unfortunate that it is that we feel that we have to lie to people that may genuinely, honestly care for us. But we we keep that distance Uh, to protect ourselves from them really finding out the truth because if they find out that I'm really unhappy if that they find out that I'm really struggling in this area if they find out that I really am not who I said that I was what could that potentially cost me here on earth it may cost you a relationship and you should be okay with that But it's what happens eternally that matters. What happens when it comes to our relationship with God is what we should really be considering because God sees when we hide. God sees when we lie about how we are really doing, what we're really feeling, what we're really experiencing, what we're really um, going through. He sees when we say it is well. He sees when we say it's great and it's not. And I know that we have to have a level of of discernment and wisdom to know that we can't tell everybody everything. But we have to be able to just be honest in saying it's 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 been a difficult season, but I know that I trust God, you know, But we've been taught to lie to everybody, including ourselves, most importantly, ourselves. And so having addressed those things and really looking and and really having looked at the fact that we have not been honest with ourselves, we are not honest with the people around us, because we are so concerned about what other people think, about what, what the other people will say, because we are so 
worried about pleasing people. We now need to acknowledge that it is no longer important to me. That is not my focus. My only focus is to please God. My only agenda, my only motive is for him to do his very best work in me and through me. And that can only happen through me recognizing and acknowledging and walking in my identity in Christ and allowing him to clearly define those things within me. So that means that there has to be some purging. There has to be some truth telling. There has to be some water walking. There has to be some walking away from. There has to be walking towards my future and my destiny, not worrying about what my past has to say or allowing it to be something that I bring into my future. It requires a complete mindset transformation. That even though this is the way that I was taught, even though this is what my mother demonstrated, my aunt demonstrated, even though this is what my grandmother demonstrated, even if this is what my father demonstrated, what my parents demonstrated in their marriage, I now recognize that that is no longer fact for me. And I don't have to live my life like that. And then you walk in freedom. Then you are are now walking in truth. Now you are discovering who you are. Now you are able to be yourself. It is a process of healing. It is a process of speaking and owning truth. It is a process of letting a lot of things die. But it is very rewarding. On the other side, there is great peace. On the other side of it, you discover others that are able to encourage you and inspire you and walk with you. And so let's talk about our transformative thought for this week. I walk in the confidence of being myself. I walk in the confidence of being myself. In God's eyes, we are flawless in God's eyes because he is our creator. We are perfect in his eyes. He's pleased with us. Yes, there are improvements to be made. Yes, there are things that we need to work on, but he doesn't see us as these flawed, horrible individuals as we may see ourselves. He sees us as he originally created us to be. Not with the masks that we have put on. 
or the identity that we've tried to create for ourselves. Because when we saw our imperfections, just like in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve came into into knowledge and saw that they were naked, they went, you know, ran and covered themselves. It's the same thing with us. When we see who we are and we don't like it, we cover up, we make excuses, we get plastic surgery, we um, filter our pictures, we get Botox, we, we do all these things to cover up who we really are because we don't like it. So we think if we fix the outside that the insides will catch up and that they will begin to now match the outside. And, and the work that has to be done is from the inside out. When you are doing that work on your inside, on your heart, on your spirit, your mind, your soul, then it can't help but be a reflection on the outside. And so all of those things are not needed. Now listen, I'm a girly girl. I'm all about being cute. I love to look nice. I love to dress up and, and take um, you know, my time in, in putting things together. Absolutely. But I do want to always make sure that I'm very conscious of the fact that I'm not trying to cover up something that's going on on the inside of me. And if it is that I am actively, intentionally, consistently working, that I'm showing up, I'm addressing those things, and I'm doing the work. Do I get off track sometimes? Absolutely. But I have to be honest in that, own it, and pick it back up. And let's get it addressed and dealt with. It's a journey. It's a process. And we have to show up if we really desire for there to be change and we have to follow the unctioning the unction of God when he is moving and and redirecting and shifting and refocusing and repurposing we have to be very attentive in that amen and so let's now go to our transformative truths things that we'll take going going forward to help shift our mindset and give us uh, a reference point to now have some action steps. We can take these things and say, this is going to be an affirmation for me. This is going to be a starting point. And now here are things that I'm going to actively do to, to begin to see some change in my life, in my mindset, in my thought process, in how I interact and communicate with other people, how I interact and communicate with myself. It changes the way that we even look at ourselves when we begin to walk in these transformative truths. First Timothy 6 and 6 says, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment. 
That contentment which comes from a sense of inner confidence based on the sufficiency of God. That was the amplified version. The message version says this, it's, and this is 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 8. And it says, a devout life does bring wealth, but it's the rich simplicity of being yourself before God. Since we entered the world penniless and will leave it penniless, if we have bread on the table and shoes on our feet, that's enough. And so we have scripture telling us right here that while it's great to have all these material things, while it's great to be successful, while it's great to have titles and accolades attached to your name, the simplicity of being yourself before God is where you are truly rich where you truly are wealthy, where you truly walk in overflow and abundance, being yourself, being yourself before God, being yourself before people. People connect with that. People see that. People are drawn because now you're in a place that you're allowing his light to shine very brightly and he's able to now help others through you walk in their authenticity, walk in their truth and be who he originally called them and created them to be. Amen. So here's the first transformative truth. If you don't know who you are, take some time to figure it out. Spend time in meditation listening meditation hear what God has to say let him talk to you keep that journal close by let him talk to you about who you are where you got off where you got lost where you got distracted let him talk to you about those things the second thing is stop trying to be somebody else stop trying to be someone that you were never created to be. You will never fit that mold. It's like trying to put a round piece in a square hole, in a square um, hole. It's not going to fit. No matter how you force it, it's still gonna be uncomfortable. You're gonna have to overcompensate because the shoes are either too big or too small for you to fill. And so you're gonna find yourself struggling. You're gonna become stagnant. You're gonna be stuck in a box because then now that's the way that people perceive you and that's the only way that they're ever gonna see you because you're trying to be something that you are not. You're trying to be like someone else that you are not. You weren't created to fit in. You were created to stand out. We are set apart. He created us all differently down to the very hairs on our head because there's specific purpose. He gave each person the voice that he gave so that they could speak in a way that would draw who he needs to be drawn through my voice, through the voice of others that may do podcasts, pastors and speakers. There's something that draws. 
but I am only responsible for sounding like myself, not like somebody else. Even though there are people that inspire me, even though there are people that I look up to, I have to speak in my voice, my genuine, authentic voice. Not try to sound like somebody else, not try to be like somebody else, but be who he created me to be because that's what's going to draw people into the kingdom. Amen. The last thing is we have to walk in the confidence of who we are. Unapologetically, no explanations, no justifications, no long dissertations, no um, making excuses, no watering down, no dumbing it down, no dimming your light, no being, um, being fearful, no being doubtful. Because at the end of the day, God thought we were to die for, that he gave his only son. So to him, we are perfect. We are just what he wants us to be. We are his creations. So to him, we're perfection. So be that. And don't worry about what other people think. Don't worry about what other people have to say. Everybody has an opinion about somebody or something. And it's probably based on what they think they thought they heard or what they think they know, their insecurities, their unhealed wounds. And so when we know the source, we don't plug into it. Come on, Jesus. We don't give play to it. We don't entertain it. None of that. Be yourself. Be who God called you to be. Be bold. Be unapologetic. Be fearless. Be open and honest. Be transparent and be real. But it has to start with us. It has to start with us coming to terms with even though there have been many things that have happened, many choices and decisions that I've made that have caused me to alter. It has caused me to compromise. I still now have this opportunity. To be made new. I still have this opportunity to shift, to refocus, to reposition, to truly be set apart in the way that God intends me to be set apart. Father, we thank you that you remind us that even in this time that we be ourselves, be who you called and created us to be, that we no longer feel ashamed of how you created us, how you made us, what you put on the inside of us, what our outsides even look like, Lord God. We we confess that we have oftentimes disliked and, and altered and disfigured ourselves just to try to please the standards of man and live up to the expectations of man of what we think 
that they want, knowing that there is no glory in that, there is no satisfaction. But we thank you, Father, that in spite of those choices and decisions that you still see us as perfect in your eyes, you still see us as usable, you still see us as carrying mighty ministry and encouragement and empowerment and inspiration in each and every one of us because of the things that we have experienced, because we now know that our identity is in Christ Jesus, because we now know that you created us on purpose, with purpose, for purpose. God, we thank you that you give us the opportunity to be our true, genuine, authentic selves and that we can be it unto the glory of God that we can speak unapologetically about our flaws, our imperfections, our wrongdoings, our mistakes, our missteps, and and it still be ministry, it still be something that draws men unto you to seek healing, to seek refuge, to seek peace, to seek transformation. God, we thank you that you give us such a powerful and mighty assignment. We will always seek you. We will always worship you. We will always magnify you and we will always give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you will join uh, me again on next week as we tackle another topic. I hope that you will even go back and listen to previous uh, seasons of the podcast. And I just know that there will be something that will be a blessing to you in your journey. I hope also that if you do not have a copy of my book, The Butterfly Emerges, The Journey to a Transformed Mindset in a Transformed Life, I would hope that you will go over to Amazon and pick up a copy on today uh, and let this be um, something that accompanies you on this journey as you listen to the podcast, as, as you were on your own journey, your own transformational journey. I know that this book will be something that will be a blessing to you that will help you on that journey. So go to Amazon, pick up a copy of The Butterfly Emerges, The Journey to a Transformed Life and a Transformed Mindset today. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I encourage you to keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember that I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.